everybody. Welcome back to the We Stay Wild podcast. This is your host, Shelby Ladewig, and today is episode six. For today's episode, we have a very special guest, one of my best friends. His name is Cody Bokash. Say hello, Cody. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? Well, you know, they can't respond, but if they could, I would think that they would say they're doing good. <laughs> but today I've brought on Cody because he has a good amount of knowledge in the working out world, and I think that um, working out is very essential for a healthy brain function and just living a, like a good life and, you know, completing the circle. So we're going to talk about the benefits and everything, and yeah, we're just going to get physical with Cody Bocash. So... I think we should first uh, say your background and just a little bit more about who you are so we can, you know, get some credibility for you. So who are you, Cody? Perfect. Yeah, so I just graduated from Coastal Carolina with an exercise sports science degree. Currently on my way to physical therapy school, waiting to hear back from a couple of them. Pretty much just started working out my sophomore year of high school, so I, I was about six years ago. And basically the first two years of me working out was like a trial and error period. Didn't really do too much. Didn't really progress a lot. But it was through that like learning experience that you you really, I, I got to learn a lot about my body and just fitness all in general. But yeah, waiting to hear back from PT schools and hopefully next May I will be shipped off to there. Yeah, that's freaking awesome. And so uh, tell us one more time what your degree is. So exercise and sports science. Awesome. And so what what do you, I guess we'll get into more of this later, but just so people can have an idea, what do you want to do in the future? Like what is your ideal job? Ideal job would definitely be most likely outpatient, like physical therapy, just being able to help the typical population, maybe with a concentration in sports, depending on how that goes. I know for clinicals in PT school, you can... You kind of get to choose where you want to go, what kind of clinic you want to be in, and like the setting and all that stuff. So maybe work with a sports team and be a sports team physical therapist, kind of just playing it by ear, see how clinicals go, see how PT school ends up. But ideally, that would be that would be pretty fun. Yeah, no doubt. That's that's really awesome, and that definitely goes to show that you know what you're talking about. So, uh, well, we might as well uh, go ahead and dive in to the first question, and that is, what does working out do for the body? Like, what are its benefits, uh, whether that's physical or mental? So, obviously, starting with, like, the physical benefits, you have certain health markers, such as, like, blood pressure, resting heart rate, cholesterol, everything that you hear about just through, like, advertisements, like, you'll see commercials all the time, like, oh, take this pill, you'll lower your blood pressure and all that stuff. When you could simply do almost the same thing with just regular exercise, it's super good for that, like lowering your resting heart rate, it's a lot less stress on the body, and it's just all around, there's so many different benefits with like increasing your lean tissue, you'll have stronger bones, you'll have stronger like ligaments, tendons, preventing injury, so there's a whole slew of like physical benefits and then mental benefits. A lot of people get into lifting specifically for to look better. It can boost their confidence. And there's just, it during, during and after exercise, you'll release tons of endorphins like dopamine. So it'll give you just an all around good feeling. Like a lot of people struggle to even get into the gym. So 
someone that's not like a regular gym goer when they get out of the gym knowing that they just completed a workout that they really didn't want to do like it just it can almost like overwhelm them and kind of give them a whole overall good sense of well-being yeah like you said the physical aspect of working out is unreal it can drastically lower your stress levels and i know like you just mentioned at the end whenever you do a workout you don't want to do afterwards you just feel so accomplished and like mentally good about yourself and that's one of like the biggest things for me is that it's a it's a mental thing and so i guess i get inside my head and if i don't work out i just it's, just, it's bad but you were mentioning the dopamine and serotonin levels and how like that can really just circle back and and help you in a day-to-day basis i kind of want to talk more about that and because uh, that's really cool well i mean on in terms of dopamine i mean that's the same it's the same chemical it's released from your brain it's the same chemical that's released um it's it's called the feel good chemical so i mean whenever you do something that's enjoyable that's what addiction is based off of as well is dopamine release which is why people choose to do drugs and stuff like that it's it's an like a you're hyper secreting dopamine so you can get somewhat of the same effect from lifting or just being physical just doing something active so in in a sense it it works in that way and <clears throat> you'll just be able to feel a lot better about yourself and just day to day you'll feel overall much much better yeah, so instead of doing drugs, you could just, you know, go work out. You could. That is a, that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. And also, like, at the beginning, whenever you were talking about the health markers, I think that's one thing in today's society that many people just don't really take advantage of because there's always a pill or there's always something to really just supplement your life and try to, you know, lower your blood pressure or help with cholesterol. But in reality, like, if you were to just work out or walk somewhere rather than drive like you could easily fix your problems and like i know there are a lot more there's a lot more depth into that and of course everyone is different genetic wise but to just think that the average person could change their health based on working out is unreal to me right and i don't know if it's like an americanized way of thinking but that is kind of how we're taught to think or taught to believe is that there's a pill that can do all sorts of things for you but what isn't really looked at is the negative effects of these pills these chemicals going into your body and how they can honestly take away from certain aspects of your life like yes I mean I'm sure blood pressure medication will lower your blood pressure but that's probably not the only thing it's going to do in your body when you could just go work out two three times a week everyone has time to work out two to three times a week and if you legitimately do not have time to work out two to three times a week. Everyone has time to walk after every meal. And that's something that I'm a big advocate of is 10 minute walks and the effects that they can have on your body. And to be honest, when I first heard about this, I actually heard about it from an old coach when I was prepping for a bodybuilding competition. He would tell me to walk 10 minutes after every single meal. And at first I was like, dude, I'm not going to do that. That just sounds absurd. Like there's, there's no benefit in walking for 10 minutes after every meal. I was like, there, I'm, I'm not doing that. And then that, that's one thing that I do stand by. And whenever people come to me and they're like, oh, hey, how do I get started in fitness? Like how do I improve this in my life? And I'm like, walk 10 minutes. Try, try to do a 10-minute walk after every single meal. And you will honestly see the benefits just with nutrient partitioning, which is how your body uses the nutrients that you've consumed, 
digestion. The main reason I do it is for digestion because you legitimately, if you were to go have like a crazy big cheat meal, high fat, high sodium, um, stuff like that, if you were to take a 10 minute walk after, you will not get that prolonged bloated feeling after that meal if you otherwise wouldn't have walked. Like it is, I'm telling you, once you get on that wave, it is actually a powerful thing. Yeah, no, I I remember you started the 10-minute walk things and you were like, uh, dude, you have to try this. Like, you sent me that video. Um, what was it called again? The, Do you remember? Stan Efferding. He's like a, he's one of the world's strongest um, bodybuilders and powerlifters. So he, I, I don't know if he, he's probably not the one that started that, but he's the one that kind of brought light to it. And he has a he does these things where he has like 10 minute videos where he'll he'll take a walk and he'll teach you something about fitness or just something of that nature and one of his videos was like the science behind 10 minute walks and how beneficial they are for you i'm gonna find that and i'm gonna paste that down below but you had sent that to me and um i was just like okay well i mean it makes sense but how much is 10 minutes of walking like going to do for my body like it's just 10 minutes and then I started doing it as well, and I noticed extreme improvement in my digestion. And so, like, if anyone knows me, I say I'm allergic to the world, but, you know, I honestly am grateful for the things I'm allergic to because it could be much worse. But uh, with that being said, my digestion is very whack, and I hate taking, um, like, digestion pills or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I try to limit the amount of times I take probiotics because I want um, the gut flora in my my stomach to like work itself and to actually come full circle but the point was that whenever i wouldn't digest something very well instead of just sitting and being in pain like i would just go on a walk and instantly like my body would be able to digest it and i would feel so much better and also it's a great like kind of like mental boost too um because like whenever you're outside you have no idea what you're going to see like i've seen so many new animals and things i didn't know that were around me and in my like current area and i'm like whoa i should really look into that but yeah so the 10 minute walks are really freaking awesome and like besides that i like what are some other like really easy exercises that like people could do if they don't have too much time or that if people don't want to like lift weights and get too like into working out what would you suggest to someone else well, definitely to start with the 10-minute walks, I believe that's like one of the most important things you can do. For someone that's like a complete newbie to fitness and wants to just get into doing something with fitness, the 10-minute walks will definitely be a life changer for you. But in terms of getting like a little more involved in fitness, with anything you do, you have to start small. Like there's too many people that fall off from their fitness goals just because they get this like motivation out of nowhere and they're like, okay, well, I'm going to start destroying the gym like I can't wait to like make all these changes and then they go insane for like six seven days of weeks or six seven days a week of working out and then by like a week and a half two weeks they just fall off because they can't maintain it so the first thing is to just start with something small that you can handle you can always increase it you need to get yourself used to it but especially in this day and age like everyone has access to the internet and that's like the most important thing is there's so many resources out there that you can just do your own research you can learn about lifting um you like you can do some quick youtube searches uh quick google searches to find out who's pretty reputable in the industry and you can just watch some of their videos they'll teach you some exercises 
They'll do, I mean, all sorts of things for you. But yeah, in terms of just starting small, I mean, you don't need any equipment to start either. Like you can, you can start with yoga, you can start with calisthenics, body weight things, going for a run. I mean, most people do have access to getting into a gym. So there's always that option. But I mean, if that's something that you don't want to do, like I said, I mean, push-ups, pull-ups, sit-ups, if you just want to start somewhere, like when you haven't done any fitness in your life, just start Like, I mean, say you haven't done anything in your entire life, never worked out, never stepped in a gym, never been active. If you were to start doing 10 push-ups a day for the first week, like obviously you're going to see progress. Your body needs stimulation to grow. And like, if you've never done anything, doing just something as simple as that will cause your body to adapt, make changes. And obviously like you don't want to start as small as just doing a couple push-ups a day. You ideally you, you want to do something that's going to overload your body enough to make progress at a pretty decent rate. But the, the main thing of getting into, uh, fitness to get back on topic is just start small, use the internet. Like that is how I've learned a large portion of my knowledge, not even just being in classes with exercise and sports science as my major. Like Obviously, I've learned a lot of stuff from that, but I would say the bulk of my knowledge is from one experience. So just start now. If you want, if that's something you want to get into, you need to just start now. Figuring out how your body works is going to be the number one thing because then you can do trial and error. You can figure things out. But along with that, just doing your research. I sit on YouTube like all day long. There's certain fitness channels that I watch. So just doing that, you can you can learn so much information and you can easily get started. Yeah, exactly. And even if like you don't want to get too into weightlifting, it's very easy to just like, like for me, a morning routine typically consists of like, you know, I'll do my bathroom stuff and then I will go into my room and I'll stand in front of my mirror and I'll like do some stretches. I'll sit down and then eventually uh, after I'm done stretching for maybe five, 10 minutes, it really just depends how much time I have in the morning or if I'm running late or something, but I will sit down and I will, I will breathe. I'll just have like uh, some deep breathing and uh, let my mind clear. And I'll do that sometimes for like 30 seconds because I become very impatient whenever I'm just sitting there and doing nothing. But that right there, it's like, I, it's not, I wouldn't really consider that a workout, but for some people, maybe it might be. And, um, the physical benefits are great. I get my blood flowing and uh, everything moving. And, um, the breathing is great for my mind as well, just to clear everything, to start my day to what I have to go. And actually one thing I will cover a lot more in the future is that deep breathing. We know uh, like meditation is very good for, uh, relieving your stress and balance. It can balance your hormones within like five minutes of just deep breathing. But, uh, not even that, like that is one of the easiest ways to, uh, calm your digestive system and to get it to really like do what it's supposed to do. And so if you ever just like have a problem or aren't digesting well, one, you should go on a 10 minute walk. Two, you should do some deep breathing because that is the quickest way to help everything move. But that just goes to show that you can incorporate very small things into your daily routine that have huge effects in your life and that are just really freaking awesome. Right. Yeah, definitely. I mean, a huge thing is to start small and slowly progress because that's how like getting into fitness, you want it to be 
like when people start diets and stuff, they'll they'll diet extremely hard. And like say they get through a six week of six weeks of like extreme dieting, most likely if it's not something that they really wanted to do, they're going to rebound from it. They're gonna gain everything back. Like if if that was their goal to lose weight, they're gonna gain all the weight back. The main thing is you have to make fitness a lifestyle. So starting small and then allowing yourself to adjust to whatever you've implemented into your routine and then continue to add. And then you'll know if you get to a point where you can't handle anymore, like say you have too, like not enough time on your hands, you'll, you'll know because you'll get to a point where you've, you've run out of time, but what you've already implemented will be a habit in your life and it's not going to feel like a chore anymore because it'll be so so well integrated yeah i love that and i love that you mentioned that because i wanted to eventually get to that but yeah it's definitely something you should make a lifestyle and um because like just doing things here and there you're right it will feel like a chore but once you adapt your life to the smallest things and just eventually adding on to it will seem like nothing and so then you can look back and see where you started and it's it's a great feeling and so it's definitely it's a lifestyle. It's something you you don't have to, but it's it's just so much easier whenever you do integrate it into your everyday routine. Exactly. Well, cool. Um, I'm one other thing I did want to like I found that has helped me, and I think could help a lot of other people because from a lot of people I hear that they have back pain. Is um, I wanted to mention to uh, really kind of like I guess. Focus on using your core throughout the day. Like, <laughs> I know this sounds goofy, but like even just like whenever you're like loading the dishwasher or you're like sitting in a chair or you're doing something or walking, like I think it's very important, like something people don't realize to like kind of, you know, engage your core because if your back's hurting, it's usually uh, like a, a give and take type situation. And so uh, like, you know, you contract your quad, your hamstring relaxes and vice versa. So if your back is hurting, if you contract your abs and you focus on working those, your back will relax and, you know, not hurt so much. Right. Yeah. Not even kidding. That is like an extremely important thing. I've actually been like myself in physical therapy because I've had issues with that, with my back hurting. And the main thing that we worked on was just core strength and I had this thing called anterior pelvic tilt, meaning your pelvis is tilted a little bit forward, so it puts a little bit more stress on your back. And the way to combat that is to strengthen your core muscles. And that's pretty consistent. Well, it's, it is very consistent with almost every injury that you'll ever have in your body. Say your lower back is hurting, you always want to strengthen the antagonist muscle, the antagonist muscle being your core. I mean, you mess up your quad, your quad hurts, you have to strengthen the muscles around it, i.e. like your hamstrings. And it, it, it works to take a lot of tension off of that other muscle. But yeah. in, terms of, in terms of core strength, that is very important. It's actually something I've been working on like extensively for the past three weeks because I've always been prone to lower back pain. And like you said, like loading the dishwasher, it is like that's something that I focus on almost all parts of the day is keeping my core tight even just walking around like you want to make sure like you're having good posture everything is all in line because when your lower back hurts or just in general when anything hurts like it it's typically not like say say you have lower back pain it's typically not going to only affect your lower back everything that's what i think is pretty cool about the human body is that 
So say you have a busted ankle or something, that's going to translate up to your knee and then your knee is going to start hurting. That's going to translate up to your hips. It'll put your hips out of whack. Um, over time, it can mess with your shoulders. Like everything in the human body is connected. So it's good to keep everything yeah. working at a balance. And no, just to drive that point home, your core core stability is extremely important. Yeah, exactly. Because I mean, honestly, if you think about it, pretty much everything goes back to your core. And so, um, yeah. And so that's one thing I really wanted to focus on because I always hear people say like, oh, my back hurts. Oh, like, I don't know what to do. Like, I'm going to go to the chiropractor. And I'm like, okay, well, the chiropractor can help you temporarily. But um, one thing that I've just really noticed is like the core strength. And that also goes, comes from someone who has also had a back injury. That's me. And um, I just, I had a bulging disc and the rehab was literally abs. It was just doing abs for like an hour. And there we are, full circle. Everything is connected and make sure you squeeze your abs. <laughs> Yeah, and that's the and that's the thing about research and doing your own research, just knowing that. So like I have alleviated so many back problems, just so many issues in general on my own, just knowing how the body functions. And it's I mean, it's not to like discredit physical therapists, but I mean a lot of the things that you're gonna go in PT for, the rehab for it is like absolutely so simple. Like anyone would be able to do it. Like you were saying, like if you were to have the knowledge that a strong core will help prevent back pain, you start working on your core. You, I mean, you can prevent going into like a physical therapy clinic and paying tons of money um, yeah. for them to just tell you, oh, hey, you need to strengthen your core. You need to work on your abs a little bit more because that's in a nutshell. That's basically all that comes down to. Yeah, exactly. Knowledge is power. Yeah, <laughs> no, that is that is so true. Honestly, knowledge is power and and it can save you a lot of money. Um, well, with that being said, I wanted to ask you more about yourself. So you said you are applying to PT school and uh, eventually you would like to go into maybe outpatient physical therapy of some sort. Like, would you like to tell us more about that or uh, just tell us more about what you have in mind for you? Yeah, so like I was saying earlier, I'm not sure the exact realm of physical therapy that I want to go into. Like, obviously, I know I want to do something that deals with the human body, which physical therapy is a great example of that. But I have looked into sports physical therapy, where you would travel around with a sports team, which I feel like that would be a very, like a very fun thing to do. You would get a lot of experiences from that. And, oh, for sure. And that's kind of how I am as a person. Like, I can't, I won't be able to come out of physical therapy school and be like, all right, well, next 30 something years, I'm going to stay right in this clinic and I'm just going to not move, not experience anything. And I feel like that's another thing that's very important is you need to expose yourself to different environments so you can learn. That's literally how, at least that's how I learn. I feel like that's how a lot of people learn. But in terms of myself, I think I'm going to be bouncing between different realms within physical therapy maybe eventually opening my own clinic, kind of branching out, starting things here and there. And it's it's always good to try new things. I've never started up a business. I've never run anything like that. And I feel like that would be a good learning experience to get into something like that. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's really awesome. Yeah, if you could take what you love and learn how to monetize it, then you will never work a day in your life. I think you will be helping lots of people in the future with their physical problems. So that's really cool. 
Exactly. I sure hope so. It's, it's <laughs> that's the one beautiful thing with fitness is just seeing people like when you help someone or when someone progresses and they do something where they otherwise thought they wouldn't be able to do. It's it's hard to explain because it's no feeling like any other. Like I work as a personal trainer on the side and I've had multiple clients. There was there was one time there was this woman, I believe she's 54, no, 59. She may have just turned 60, but anyway, she competes in powerlifting. She's like the happiest woman ever. And I was training her and she was on the leg press and I can't remember the exact numbers. It it had to have been in the 400 pounds, but she ended up oh my gosh. leg pressing 400 something for like a set of 10 to 12. And when she was done, cause she didn't, she didn't want to go above 400. And I was like, no, you, you need to like, I evaluating her. Like I knew she would be able to go above it. it. Like a lot of people like to put a mental block on themselves and stop them from accomplishing what they really can do. So I was like, no, we're going to, we're going to go up. We're going to push the weight, see what you can really do. And after the set, I remember, I still remember her standing up and she was like, that was such an out of body experience for me. Like I never thought in my entire life that I'd ever be able to put that much weight on, especially at this age. And we had to like stop our workout for like five to 10 minutes just because she was so impressed with what she had done. And Aww. that's just like another point with fitness, like seeing, seeing your body progress. That's why it's so important to get into fitness and how even just starting small, like you'll see changes and seeing those changes is so motivational to keep pushing for more changes. Yeah. Well, that's one thing I really love. Like you, you push yourself and you, I guess this is, I'm going to butcher this, but you basically said like you push yourself and you do things like you didn't think you could do. And it's awesome because like what you believe mentally will come physically. And I covered that like two podcasts ago, but it's just something I live by. So if you believe that you can, lift 500 pounds like obviously you're not you probably won't be able to do it right away but if you work up to that and you have the mentality that you're going to be as big as the rock or something then like it'll come to fruition it'll happen and that's freaking awesome i love that for that lady right yeah yeah and you definitely need to see things into reality like a little off tangent but just even back when i used to play baseball i was a pitcher and i had multiple coaches that were like before every single pitch I want you to like see the pitch before you even throw it. You're going to see exactly what it looks like, exactly where it's going to be, and that's going to be before every single pitch. So it's the same premise with fitness. If you're going up to a deadlift bar and you you want to hit, say, 405, you need to, right before you do it, you need to get in the zone. You need to see yourself hitting 405 because if you don't mentally believe that you can hit it, then you're not going to do it. Like yeah. It's being able to visualize it is so important. And just the the human brain is just so complex, like being able to think things into reality, like that is a that is a real thing. Yeah, that's freaking awesome. I love that you brought that up. Well, cool. Is there anything else on the fitness side of things that you wanted to add um, for the people? I feel like we covered a lot of good stuff. The only thing that I could really think of is another another great benefit for getting into fitness is lowering your cortisol levels, which is another extremely important thing that you want to do. You don't want to, uh, for people that don't know, your cortisol hormone is your stress hormone. So when you're stressing out, you got a lot of stuff on your plate, your cortisol will increase. And I mean, cortisol 
is correlated to higher blood pressure, more water retention. You just, you won't feel like yourself when you have high cortisol levels. So it's working out is a way to reduce those levels. Um, obviously during working out your cortisol levels increase, but just the overall, when you incorporate fitness into your life, it will, it will give you lower overall cortisol levels, which is just super important. It's just yeah. it's a mood booster and you don't want high cortisol levels whatsoever. I mean, yeah, it's important for everything for balancing your hormones just from a day to day basis to even just like weight gain. And so, yeah, lowering your cortisol levels is uh, something you really want to do. And so that's why both of us would so much like encourage working out that for that reason. And also like you start to look better like who doesn't want to look better <laughs> exactly exactly and that's just a confidence booster all in itself so cody if anyone wanted to get in contact with you or follow you uh anywhere how could they do that um pretty active on instagram so it's just at cody bokash so c-o-d-y-b-o-k-a-s-h um i try to help a lot of people like i'll get a ton of random dms from people that i'm like either really close with or not close with at all and a lot of people will just ask me for fitness advice, and I mean, I love to help people out, so if anyone has any question, just feel free to shoot me a DM, and I can hopefully get you where you want to be. Yeah, for sure. I'll definitely put that uh, below in the show notes, your Instagram at, and, but other than that, um, it was a pleasure having you on, Cody. Thank you very much. Oh, no problem. Yeah, this was fun. I like, I like showing that I have some sort of knowledge, and hopefully people can take that and use it for good and learn something. Yeah, exactly. Well, um, from both of us, thank you all very much for tuning in to the We Stay Wild podcast episode of Let's Get Physical with Cody Bocash. Um, we encourage you all to uh, work out and just do what makes you happy and just live a lifestyle of your choosing. So if you aren't already following uh, us on Instagram, you can follow us at We Stay Wild Official or check out our webpage at WeStayWild.com and go ahead and throw me a follow your host, Shelby Ladewig. My Instagram is at Shelby.Ladewig. So thank you all once again. Don't forget to get physical, love yourself, love the earth, and stay wild. Peace out, everyone. Have a good day. All right, All right here we go. are. Okay, and then we're going to clap on three. All right, I'm ready. One, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> that was terrible. All right, on three. On three. Like one, two, three. Yeah. No, no, that wasn't it. That okay. wasn't it. All right, you ready? All right. Yeah. One, two, three. <laughs> All right. <laughs>